It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome in to episode number 17 of Jobbing Out. And I'll just tell you, it's it's the number... What's that? What? What'd you say? You're supposed to say episode 6. Oh, why? episode 6. As in 6 annual. Oh, okay. That, well, I was going in the same direction. It was how many boxes of ramen noodles I'm going to attempt to see you carry at the same time um, on Saturday at the 6th Annual Francis Sports Academy. What is it? Is it Francis Sports Academy? Did I have that right? Correct. That's. I want to see you. How many did we stack last year on top of each other that you carried up the steps uh, at the Xfinity Center? Honestly, don't rem- don't. Don't know the exact number, but it was a lot. It was it, above my. Correct. I think we can go further. I think we could pull something off that could end up. We could accidentally set a Guinness World Record on Saturday. I'd be down. I think we should try it. All right, he is. All right, I guess let me go run through it. I'm Glenn. That's Aaron. That's Brandon, and he is. The main event. 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 <laughs> What do you? It's a- AJ Francis, aka Who Hotter Than Top Dollar? Nah, nah, nah. Um, what uh, what are you eating today, pal? <laughs> um, currently, I'm eating a uh, piece of hot milk. Oh, oh, what's mm. what's in that? I have not tried the Pizza Hut milk yet. It's... it's pretty good. It's basically just a calzone, but it's like they use a thick tortilla bread. I don't know how I feel about that. Like a like a pita bread. Nah, like it's pretty good. I ain't gonna lie. All right, it's good. all right. I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to try. It's like a, I feel like it's it's like a thin pizza crust, but it's the way they do it. It's like it's like a cake. It's like a quesadilla, basically. I respect it. I respect it. All, all right. right. Do uh, they call it a pizza dia? No, that's probably not. Mixing oh, up right. your pizza places. Yeah, Come what on. the hell's wrong with you, dummy? What what is wrong with you? No, I'm just God. glad I'm not the one getting yelled at for eating this week. <laughs> well, Usually yeah. I'm the one. Yeah, getting yeah yelled it'll at for it'll eating. give it give it time. You'll get the opportunity <laughs> <laughs> as well. All right, AJ is with us this week because indeed this Saturday is the sixth annual Can Food Drive at the Maryland Ohio State game. Um, AJ, you, I, I heard there might, you might not be the only, uh, WWE superstar that might be in attendance for this event. Um, my tag team partner, Ashante Viadonis will also be in attendance. That's pretty dope. dope. As well as two times Super Bowl champ, Tori Smith. Man. Heard of that guy too. Man. Who, uh, who I believe once did a run-in at MCW years ago in a match uh, featuring our friend uh, Johnny Crabcakes. And it was it was quite the ordeal because the commission would not approve allowing Tori Smith to be a part of the uh, the event. And everybody had to be like, I don't know if you heard he's Tori Smith. <laughs> like, I think he's going to be okay. 
He also once like ruined my life for just about twenty minutes when he caught a game winning uh, pass mm, at the end of the. That's right. He, he did that to Steelers. a lot of guys. Sunday night football <laughs> against the Steelers. I do remember yep. it well. That did happen. Uh, well, this is dope. All right, what does everybody need to know for Saturday? Bring your non-perishables. Um, anything that's not expired. We're going to be at all the gates for entry. So if you come to any gate to get into the game, there'll be people there collecting cans and non-perishables. Um, everything goes to Sarah's house, which is a homeless shelter. Um right across the street from Fort Meade, Maryland. It's uh, a homeless shelter I've worked at for a long time, done a lot of work with them. Um, they do really good work, and the, and the, the, the shelter itself is majority children. It's like 70% kids. So it's like a really good opportunity to uh, affect the community that I grew up in, and I, I take pride in it every year. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, Aaron and I, of course, been involved. Brandon, it's weird. He's always like, "Mom, man, I'd love to be there." It's that. Uh, what's that? What's that t- tweet that's been floating around where they're like, "Yo, dog, we're really understaffed at work tonight," and he's like, "Man, that sucks." <laughs> like, yeah, we could really, we could really use some help. And he's like, "I, I bet have to be in New Jersey. I bet for you week could." For work oh yeah, yeah. It has, to, it has to be in New Jersey this weekend. Really weird how that works. So that's where I was last time too. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. It's weird how that keeps really happening. weird how that well, keeps working out. That you have to be in New Jersey, huh? Do you think it's super weird that Maryland has a really big game on a weekend where there's probably really big concerts in other markets? I mean, maybe there's something about those weekends that they attract really big things. Um, but yeah, that's. Mm. It's nah. Mm. I, th- I think you're just playing on yeah. in Jersey. Yeah, I think I think that you you just sort of looked ahead and said, "Man, oh, how do me. I make trust sure? Me. How do I trust make sure?" Me. I don't want to say the thing on the show, but oh. at least one of the things I'm going to be there for is definitely not my decision to be there. All right, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. I got I got a lot of questions about it. Um, AJ, that's uh, let's get let's just pull off the band aid. <clears throat> it's time for. AJ's life is different than yours. And now here to tell us about how his life is different than yours, here's AJ Francis. Um, oh, I got a good one. Uh, when I did the uh, Escalera on SmackDown in our tag team match with Shinsuke versus Legato. It's pretty dope, by the way. I First of all, I had learned how to do that about four days earlier. And... Um, I uh, did it on live TV four days later because I'm a specimen. Mm. And, um, you know, it's it's my own version of paying homage to Taker with old school, right? And, you know, Taker, even though I only trained with him twice in the PC, I learned more in those two sessions than I did with pretty much any other coach. And um, he taught me the the value of walking in between running as in like when you're about to do something really big that one that you want to draw attention to it's really quick it's really fast but everything in between those things is a walk in order to set the pace right hmm. and so like he taught me a lot of things like that and obviously we we uh became much cooler doing most wanted treasures so Yes, I happen to have the Undertaker's number, which right, is right. probably the coolest thing in my life. Yeah, it's not bad. Very normal. It's a very normal thing to just have I, the Undertaker's phone number. I don't abuse it though. 
I don't talk to him all the time. I'm not sitting here saying we're best friends. I, I mean, I but, would. That's the problem. Yeah. Like, if I had the Undertaker's number, I'd probably text him every day like, Dad, I love you. <laughs> but when I do text him, it's something cool or important. So because when I did the Escalera, which I call the, you know, the downtown three, um, it's, uh, it's an homage to old school, obviously. So I sent him uh, the video of it because I wasn't sure if he saw it. And he said that he loved it and, and that he was very impressed uh, about how the big fella could get up there like yo, that. So yo. That's from that's from that's from Taker himself, you know what I'm saying? So yo. shout out Taker. Uh shout out the man, the myth, the legend, the greatest big man to ever do it. Um it's an honor to be able to uh get these nuggets from him. And I once again, like I'm not sitting here pretending that we're best friends and we text all the time because we don't. Mainly because I don't want the Undertaker to block me. Um, <laughs> I want to keep that that open. You know, what I'm saying that that communication lane open, so I'm not trying to annoy him. But uh, every once in a while, I do send him something uh, just to, to hear what he thinks about it, and uh, he he loved it. So um, it's a really cool feeling to be able to say that. All right, I. I it, and you guys are the first people I've ever told that. That's so. really cool. I have a, I yeah, had. That's awesome. I want to nice. just. I just want to throw something at you. I'm wondering if you'd be willing to do this because I saw the tweet that you sent about your dad and all of the care and concern he's now st- showing for his stepchildren. Oh. <laughs> Would you I maybe? Dad, my dad used to make me wait in the cold rain <laughs> at the train station under the little canopy, whatever, for an hour, hour and a half to get a ride home when I was taking the train to school to Gonzaga. I tell him, oh, yeah, we're trying to do something. He's like, ah, yeah, but Catalina, who's his, his stepdaughter, ah, but she gets off at work at 4. I can't have her, you know, can't have her sitting there till 4.15. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? Who are you? Who are you, bro? Because this ain't you. You ain't, you ain't my father because that's not how I grew up. So I was thinking, what if you took a screenshot of that interaction with the undertaker and texted it to your dad and said, I have a new dad now. <laughs> <laughs> he probably asked for undertaker's number. Uh, it's part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, saw, I, I saw him FaceTiming with uh, James Franklin this weekend. Yeah. Frank. So Frank is, uh, Franklin does a good job of keeping in contact with my family, myself included. Frank was obviously the offensive coordinator at Maryland when I was there, so we've had that relationship for a long time. And a lot of people don't know this, but before my senior year, I actually almost transferred to Vanderbilt to play for him for my senior year. Oh, wow. Uh, instead of playing my senior year at Maryland because the option at Maryland was Randy Etzel. And, um, <laughs> Good to great, babe. Good to great. And, and the only reason I didn't, was because back then the SEC had transfer rules where you couldn't transfer into the SEC as a senior without getting a special approval, and the special approval took like months. And this was like December after my junior year, so I would have had to basically like sit out an entire semester um, in order to go to Vanderbilt. And instead, I just pursued my master's degree and ended up obviously getting that. So. But yes, I almost was went to Vanderbilt for my senior year to play for Frank. And so like my dad said something about uh, he posted something about or he texted Franklin video of like the Penn State fans at my dad's school where he works 
making fun of him because obviously Maryland lost to Penn State 30 nothing last week. And so then Franklin I was there. I was at the game. Of course you were. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for supporting good causes. Oh, and, yes! <laughs> yes! And, and, uh, and then by what you said, my dad said that to Franklin. Franklin immediately FaceTimed him. And uh, Franklin actually, uh, my dad said Franklin said he's going to set up some pins. Because my dad does this thing where he does Maryland Mondays, where he wears Maryland gear on Mondays. <laughs> and so my dad, so he FaceTimed my dad, and my dad was in some Maryland gear. And he was like, oh, I'm going to send you some blue. I'm going to send you some blue. <laughs> Love it. No, yeah. no, I don't. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, we're no. gonna we're gonna pass on all that. We're gonna pass on all that. Uh, Let's talk about something happier here. Last time you were on the show, we joked about Shinsuke putting in his application for Hit Row. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, it I mean, happened. Shinsuke is like I call him Uncle Shin. Right. <laughs> Just hang Sorry. on. Stop the absurdity of that. Time out. Stop. <laughs> Do you, you just want to move on from that? Like, <laughs> shut up, dude. I, I literally do. I literally do. Be like, oh, Uncle Shit, what's up, baby? Oh, my God. Um, you know, it's cool, man. Like, uh, we had the opportunity to, I've had the opportunity to befriend people that I idolized, you know? Not from Taker to Shinsuke to Hunter to, you know, so many different people that, like, I grew up, like, idolizing. Like, I was literally on a bus in Scotland. Oh, you do your thing, Glenn. It's time for part two of AJ's life <laughs> is different than yours. Here to remind you again why his life is different than yours is AJ. So I uh, did, uh, I was on a bus for our European tour from in Scotland, on our way to the hotel in Scotland that we stayed at in Glasgow. And the news broke about uh, the match between Shin and Grey Muda. Yeah. Right? And mind you, I'm sitting a seat behind Shinsuke. <laughs> Un- Uncle Shin, of course. Uncle Shin. Uh, as I effectively, uh, affectionately call oh, him. Oh, if you think for a second I'm not going to do the same, you would be wrong. <laughs> Uncle New Shin. name. Yep. So I'm sitting behind him and, you know, like people do like fan graphics. Like I've seen one where it's like hit row versus the Usos versus the New Day for the tag titles. Well, that would be great. It's not a real thing that's happened yet. Right. So um, I, I see a graphic and it's Shinsuke versus Great Muda January 1st at Noah. And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> look at these lies people telling about you, Uncle Shin. Fake, and fake. then I look closer, and I realize it was tweeted by Shin. So I'm like, hold yeah, that, up. By the way, that's exactly what I did. Same exact thing. <laughs> yeah, but we're in a new era of Elon Musk's bird app, where, like, yeah, exactly, exactly. you know. You know, it could be anybody being Uncle Shin, yeah. right? By the way, I'm sure by the time this airs, there'll be a Twitter account named Uncle Shit. I really would love that. So I'm, ma- I'm making it right now. No, I'm just kidding. So uh, I do all that, right? And I'm like, huh. I see all that, sorry. And I'm like, huh. Let me just ask. Because it, it, maybe it's true. There's no way it is, but maybe it's true. Right? So I, I go, I tap shit on the shoulder. I'm like, wait, is this real? Mind you. This is like 7.30 in the morning after a red eye. So we're like all exhausted. 
And he's like, yeah, been trying to work on that for a while. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, I like that you got to ask him immediately. Yeah, I literally. And I, well, I saw your who's, tweet. Who's your source? Yeah, I, I did. I think person. I saw your tweet. The source is the guy sitting next to me. Yeah. <laughs> Let me check my source. Tap, tap, tap. Hey, buddy. <laughs> is this real? <laughs> Yo, damn, dude. Um, uh, it's surreal. So you you said that you told him about the time we all wore different Shinsuke shirts. To me. I did. How did? I, how did? I showed him the picture too, and he was so he was like blown aback because obviously almost everybody who's in the wrestling business is a wrestling fan, but like. You look at me, and it's very obvious that I'm, and I've said it in many interviews that like, I love The Rock. The Rock is my guy, right? Sure. But so like for him, after we've you know at this point we've already worked together, like in a match, like we've been a tag team together, and we've you know had some a few adult beverages along the way where you know we're we're, we're good pals. God damn. And God. and he sees a picture of me. As a total mark in his gear, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, that so that would be the thing. For, like, from your standpoint, were you at all nervous for him to find out that you were like now because you're nah, cool? I mean, everybody, everybody's seen the damn A show, so everybody knows that's true. Mark. That's true. All right, fair. All right, fair, yeah, yeah. You kind of can't go back on that at this point. Yo, I, so I think... let's ask the real questions here. What does Uncle Shin drink when you're hanging out with him? Um, when we were in Germany, we, we got a lot of German beers. Big fan of German beers. Um, you know, we really just go with the flow. We don't have like a specific thing, you know. We just uh, we 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 go with whatever's available, and uh, we enjoy ourselves. And the man's a good man. Okay, know? please tell me, because you you know sell everything. We've joked about this a million times. You know sell everything you get to do in life. Please tell me you at least get to have a moment when you're sitting there drinking beer with Shinsuke Nakamura like, holy F, this is my life. Please tell me there I is. Tell you, I actually had that moment, a, a very solid moment, and it struck me. It was the night um, <coughs> It was the night we were in Germany. Um, it was Halloween night, and I was sitting there, and I'm sitting there, we're drinking, having a good time with all the fellas, and... I'm looking around at all these people that I, you know, I looked up to for so many years from the Usos um, to Shinsuke and more. And we're all having a great time. It's Halloween. And earlier that day, um, we, as Hit Row, were DX. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. I I did all Hunter's moves. The finish was super kick pedigree. Right. So, like, we went the full kit and caboodle. Of being DX, right? And I'm sitting there drinking with all of these people that I, I grew up fans of after pretending to be Triple H in a match earlier that day in the middle of Germany on Halloween. And I'm just like, no, my life is absolutely amazing. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I'm so glad that you got to experience. God, man. I, I, you know, you can make fun of us all you want. And I think that the other guys would Aaron will, Aaron will tell. Tell it, and you guys will tell it too. I was on the Usos bandwagon before anybody. We know. <laughs> before yeah. they were doing the haka. All right? So, to me, 
be able to be homies with them now is crazy. It's crazy to me. Really happy, man. I'm really happy. I, by the way, if you don't think for a second that I, I, I feel like secondhand level of it. Like this is like a six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm only two degrees away from Shinsuke Nakamura now. That that well, means right. I can call him uncle too. A hundred percent. He can be a great uncle Shin. Yo, I'm totally. Yo, I don't know what the scenario would be that where I'm ever going to be around Shinsuke Nakamura. I don't Nakamura. even know how old Shinsuke is. Like him being my uncle might even be a stretch. I feel like he's. Well, I mean, let me rephrase. I know people. I you know I know. I, was gonna... I know people who the the nephew you, older than right. Him, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's forty two, so that's legit. Yeah. yeah, that's legit. It's more like older brother, but it's not that far off from. No, that he's uncle. he's that young uncle you have who gives you your first beer. I like that idea. I like it. I like it a lot, man. That is wild. Uh, what are we What are we gonna do about the Viking Raiders exactly? Um, plans in the work. Okay. You'll see. I look forward to that. I look forward uh, to that. This day. song dropping tomorrow, or I don't know when this is dropping. So this song, Frank Style Friday, dropping tomorrow uh, on Friday. Dude, um, I look, man. Again, I don't like it. You know how much it it pains me to give you credit for something. Uh, when you did Song Cry, like, and, and you do a lot of good ones, bro. That was effing beautiful, man. <laughs> like, I, that legitimately moved me. Um, I, I really, I, it, you know, you do a lot that are fun, you know, and that one was so different and so important. Tell people all the time, man, I'm not a rapper. I'm an artist. Like I, I can rap better than anybody, but I'm really an artist, man. You really listen to what I do and consider the fact that not only do I write it and record it and mix and master it but i shoot the video and i edit the video too like i'm an artist man so like when i do something like i did on song cry like i put my all into it because when you cover something like that Mm -hmm. something that's hard-hitting something that's emotional something that's real something that people can relate to you can't have ass nothing like that you know what i'm saying like you got to do that all the way so to hear you say that, I appreciate you, bro. That was really beautiful, man. Like I'm, I, I, it moved me. Um, and and I don't know, maybe you had talked to us more about what your mom had gone through, but like for you to put that out there in front of everybody, um, it takes some balls. Um, and and I I greatly appreciate. It. I could see how many other people were like, yo, I I got my own story. I think I've talked openly about like my lifelong best friend who I lost to addiction and yeah, you know, shit. It, it, all right, all right, all right. I don't want to be too emotional. You suck. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> why, why else should we hate you? Give us yeah, another right? Yeah, give us one more. All right, uh, do your thing, Glenn. Okay. And uh, one more time. It's time for AJ's life is different than yours. And here, for one more time this week, to remind you that his life is different than yours, here's AJ. So uh, hit row after we ended up um, doing our tour in Europe, decided to stay in Europe for a week. So, myself, the lovely B-Fab, and Ashanti... Just casually, like, yeah, we'll just go hang around Europe for a week. We're good. We decided to spend three days in Amsterdam, which was obviously an amazing time. Seems like a good place to be. (laughs) And um, while we were there, 
as 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 I don't know if you guys have chronicled it on the show, um, but I have lost a lot of weight recently, um, and I've lost seventy pounds in the last three months. It's amazing! My God, that's amazing! And um, that because of that, like I have, I'm the lightest I've been since I was in military boot camp with Randy Ansel. Um, so I actually had an opportunity to shop in Amsterdam and I bought a Kooji sweater in Amsterdam um last week and Brianna Bfab told me I look great in it. Oh. Oh. No, oh my. Um I I have other questions, but okay. I don't know how appropriate they are. Probably not. Okay, we'll just leave them alone then. Is 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 Brianna a is she single? Um, that is Kayfabe, brother. Okay. All right. We will, uh, we'll leave it, we'll leave it at that then. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> leave it at that. Leave it there. All right. This Saturday, uh, Maryland, Ohio State. Um, you know, just important that y'all come out and, uh, bring out your canned goods. And, and this is a cool thing. Like, AJ every year ends up taking pictures with everybody. This year in particular, bring your kids because your kids are going to freak out about the opportunity to meet one of their favorite WWE superstars. So it works out. It's a 3.30 game. It's kind of perfect. Come on, man. What are you doing? Get out yep. and get out to the Maryland game, but you got to bring your non-perishables. you got to bring canned goods. And just walk up to the gate. Like, I, and, and here's a – you know what? I'll even go a step further. If you bring a lot, I'll come find you and help you get them up to the gate. All right? If you if you hear this and you can bring a lot out, just hit me up on Twitter at Glenn Clark Radio. AJ's got to stay because he's important. People want to meet him, but I will come find wherever you're parked. And by the way, they park us like on the last time. I think I was parked at Bentley's. It was so far away. <laughs> um, wherever you're parked, I'll come find you and I'll help you haul all of your uh, canned goods and non-perishables up to the stadium. Um, that's a promise. So. Uh, come out, bring the kids, bring the family, bring the whole deal for the uh, Francis Sports Academy canned food drive on Saturday. Uh, anything else we can plug for you, dude? Um, yeah, you can just uh, make sure that you guys, like Glenn said, come out on Saturday. Great cause. Um, Sarah's house has always been big in our community, and we always made sure to help them out. So um, thank you guys uh, for th- for. Uh, being my friends and uh, appreciate you guys. Except for, Brandon, of course, who said, yeah. I would rather die Brandon than help you. Does, yeah. Brandon who doesn't want to help at all. Yeah. I heard Brandon say earlier he'd rather get Brandon cancer get, again. Get, Brandon, get, <laughs> Brandon says, F them kids. Brandon did give me tickets to WrestleMania 35, which is more than either of you. Oh, you took the words out of my oh, mouth. Man. I was about to say that. Oh, man. That and is... the sweet. And I got you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Shut up. I got you in the front row. You took my front row seats <laughs> to Raw and caught John Cena's hat and didn't give it to my wife. No, nah, I gave it to a little kid. Yeah, I guess that was the right thing to do. But she, <laughs> she was still pretty mad about it. <laughs> yeah. And also, um, Aaron's got me tickets a bunch of times along yep. the way. Yeah. Thanks to his friendship with the big show. Yeah, I was going to say, the big, uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Captain Insano, I think. Is Captain Insano. Which is honestly so weird because obviously Aaron's like 4'8 and 137 <laughs> right. pounds and he's best friends with the big show or whatever. So that's kind of weird. But, um, you know, he's got me to a lot of events. 
So, like, you would think maybe because Aaron's got me to the most events that, like, he would be higher on the totem pole. But sweet at WrestleMania, just greater than side. I'm telling mm, you. <laughs> it's rough. I'm going to ride that it's thing until the wheels come off. <laughs> yeah, and anything you do from now on, <clears throat> WrestleMania sweet. Yeah, correct. And it, was, and, and it was Kofi Mania. It was like, come on. Yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. It was Kofi Mania. <sighs> So that see, he just admitted why he doesn't. He doesn't feel he has to show up. I bring, I bring six, six thousand boxes of ramen noodles every year, and he's like, "Yeah, but you didn't get me in a suite." Oh, do the thing, Glenn. Do the thing, Glenn. Oh, okay. This is it. The final. AJ's life is different than yours. Now here to tell you how his life is very different than yours is AJ. Um, I am in a fantasy football league with uh, Kofi Kingston. Oh, of course and, you are. Of course. Of course. And uh, randomly, Peter Rosenberg. And um, who else is in that league? Dave LaGreca is in that league. A um, bunch of guys in that league. And um, we recently uh, started just sharing pictures of whatever shoes that we're wearing. So now after we get off of this, I'm going to get my shoes together. Because as you know, Kofi is a, a big sneaker guy. Um, and me and him talk a lot about sneakers all the time and football and Tekken and other random assortment of things. And um, I'm going to, as soon as I hang up with you guys, take a picture of two pairs of shoes and see which ones they think I should wear to the flight. All, so very, all very normal. All very, sure. very normal. By the way, I'm not a shoe guy. My, my buddy Tyus Bowser bought me a pair of Panda Dunks, and I am ter- I'm terrified to wear them. Like, I'm terrified. <laughs> You should be because um, the leading category of people wearing panda dunks is uh, <laughs> is currently is probably women in high school and college. Really? <laughs> oh man, he was going on about how cool they yeah, were. I thought I was great. cool. Really cool. A lot of people are wearing them. Dudes are wearing them too. That's not what I'm saying. It's just like it's the hot sneaker for the young ladies. Right mm, mm. <laughs> I'm not really sure what that says about me. So I'm going to say, them, what, what, what's he trying to say? And I'm, go- that. I'm going to keep them in the box. Is going to be the plan for that. All right, uh, love you, buddy. We will see you on Saturday. There he goes. He is. The main event, 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 event. AJ Francis, mm-hmm. a.k.a. <clears throat> Who hotter than Top Dollar? Nah, nah. I love that guy. See you, buddy. Appreciate you. It's AJ Francis. Uh, love him. And again, please come out on a Saturday for the canned food drive. All right, boys, I actually could probably buy like 15 minutes right here. I got to be off at 2.55 in order to do a hit. Can we knock out WWE stuff here before we do picks? I think so. Okay. Um, what? I feel like there was... They fixed Austin Theory. That, that, I, you say the word fixed. <laughs> you know what would be awesome? I'm that character with a briefcase. Yeah, that character with a briefcase would be tremendous. I, I no, I feel like they wanted to delete the other guy, and this is just a reboot. You you could have done that with the briefcase. There's no, nothing. I don't think. Th- no, I don't think you can. Sure, you can. He gets no, no, knocked no, 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 out no. for the sixth time after trying to. Because uh, they don't want him in. to win the title, so that's that's why you can't do. Then this maybe the don't give him the briefcase. Would be right. Well, this gets regime didn't. You know, I think they were just deleting. The stuff that but the they last created people. a scenario but, but even, again. Even yeah. if he doesn't win the briefcase, why can't he hold on? Or why, if he doesn't win the title, why can't he hold on to the briefcase? 
I think the point of getting rid of the briefcase is to move the character forward, and I don't think they felt like they could with the briefcase. I think that That's foolish. Not if he's going to go on a run and hold the U.S. title for a year, or not if he's going to do like we have to see what he's going to do. If we are here a year, whatever money in the bank happens, whether it's at WrestleMania or the pay per view or whatever they decide to do, and we look back and he's done nothing, then yes, I I hear you. But I feel like there's a different, there's going to be a different path for this character at this point. I think they just didn't want that to be saddled with it, and so they didn't care if it made sense how they got rid of it, and they just got rid of it. I mean, they basically had him say that in his promo. They did that meta thing where, like, they 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 keep doing where they have the wrestler say the thing that actually happened in kayfabe, but try to make it like work in kayfabe somehow. It, it, it doesn't. I don't know. They keep doing this over and over again. By the way, we've been talking about it every week, where like they just say, "Well, this has been an albatross for this guy." It's like it's really weird for him to say that. <laughs> like that's that's what there's a couple was there's a reality. couple things in there that are weird. I. Like, I think it's super weird that they had him admit that he couldn't figure out a scheme for taking down Roman Reigns. I didn't it's all the, because it's all the meta stuff that they were trying to well, make. No, actually, that that one does... I, I think makes look makes Roman look good in the process. I, I have no, I don't disagree that it makes Roman look good, but I do think that there is a like this didn't ex, this wasn't expiring tomorrow. This this right. this makes you look stupid. This thing where you say, well, I had no choice. I had to do this. No, you didn't. You well, didn't. They had Dolph Ziggler say, no, you didn't. This, you, you, know, you were being dumb or whatever. So, so they just presented think, that. I just, I just so why is a stupid person a good character? Director? That's what I'm saying. Like, well, I think that they're trying to show you that he's moving on from the stupid. But the thing, the, the thing that doesn't make sense, But then he got though, himself then, disqualified, no, so that, how's he moving on from the... You took the words out of my mouth. Is the, <laughs> the thing that doesn't make sense is they're saying, this guy made a dumb and emotional decision, and he's moving on to make another dumb emotional decision. Sort of. Right? Yes. Like, 100% yes. But I will tell you, they took the cell phone away. You know, they have the facial hair. Like, he does, he's more serious. they could have done that. Like, they didn't have to get rid of the briefcase yeah. to do that. Aaron's no, not No, I almost wrong. think they had to do that. I, I could because they were getting rid of the briefcase. You know what I mean? I, I just again, the, he he goes another two or three times, tries to cash in on Roman, and the last time he just gets the crap beaten out of him because of it, and that causes him to snap. And then we get this character, and this character is caught is carrying the briefcase. Like, there's no reason why you couldn't do that. I mean, there's no reason why we've talked about it. There's it's the it. I, I'm not telling you this is logical that they, but now that you have the briefcase, now that you've taken the briefcase away from him, what we said last week was what you do next with him is kind of important, right? Um, and so I think that they took, because they took the briefcase away, now they needed to do something with him. I feel like it was more likely that's what happened than we took the briefcase away because we want to do this. I feel like it was more like, all right, we got rid of that. Now what are we doing with this guy? Which, is very former Backwards. regime thinking. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, that's the way the old regime would think. Right? I agree. Uh, by the way, it's exactly what I think it is, and I don't. I just don't love that. I don't. No. Now no, I don't love now, that. But again, I do no, like what he's doing. So, so th- what you just said there is the exact. If you can separate from everything, if you can em- eliminate all of that and just say in a vacuum, is what we saw on Monday a better version of Austin Theory than what we had seen before Monday? Sure. If you could get rid of everything else and only ask that question, I'm in agreement with you. And if you can take away 
having to put purpose in last week uh and how do i how do i want to word this if you can take away the part where last week doesn't make sense his promo was the best promo he's ever cut as far as delivery and uh, it, it's sort of like what we uh, sort of like what we used to say with cena like technically beautiful yes. promo the content was weird right well because of what happened i mean it was never not going to be weird unless you just pretended last week didn't happen and that would have been weird too right so i think you know, given the circumstances, the version of him we saw Monday, promos, wrestling, all of the above is the best version of Austin Theory we've gotten. And it begs the question if this guy was capable of this. Yes, why were we doing, yeah. Why were you doing the other stuff? Because he clearly, that did not look like like somebody who just showed up. You know what I mean? Like, he looked like he was has been capable of doing that for a while. <laughs> like... The guy looked great. I, right. I don't understand why we were doing the other thing. I agree. I agree. All right, what else do we want to cover from this week? So it does look like we're heading towards uh, Drew McIntyre and I guess pending injury, Kevin Owens. So that's a pretty significant pending injury, and it's yes. it's more problematic on a lot of levels. So the the word is it's a fairly significant injury? Well, there's, there's two different – there's two – not directly contradictory, but in the information contradictory, because one says, yeah, it's fairly significant. And the other is they're still planning on having him at Survivor Series. So obviously both but, of those things. But is there... Wait, have you? Wait, wait. Somebody has confirmed that? The, it, the report was out there yesterday. Yes. Oh, OK. Because I thought that was all conjecture. I didn't I had never saw someone there, say there, that was there the was a I'll, I'll see if I can find who it was. But yes, there was a report. Apparently uh, P- PW Insider was who it, reported it, it. that he'll be at Smackdown tomorrow and that he's still and he's all supposed to be at all the TV tapings leading into Survivor Series. So, yes, that would be that would be noteworthy if that's the case. If that's the case, then that's that's still a good direction. By the way, there's a storyline thing you, you could depending on. I mean, if he can walk, if it just not do much. You can do something storyline there. Sure. You can absolutely you just have Sammy take him out or whatever before, you know, early in the match or however you do it. But, you know, there's 100 people yeah, in the I match. Mean, you, you do the Dakota Kai thing. Where yeah, you, exactly. You, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, look, there's, there's two tricky layers to this. One, you're reintroducing Drew McIntyre and Roman in some capacity. And as I've said all along, I only want you doing that if at some point you're planning on going back to Drew McIntyre and Roman, which, as I've said a million times, despite what happened and despite the fact that Aaron is obsessed with with singing, with American Pie, um, <laughs> it's still the best case scenario of everything we've got. It's the best case scenario for how this ends remains Drew McIntyre, despite all of it. It would have been better when they had the chance but despite that, it is still the best of all of the bad options. Um, is there a way to do this and try to keep them separated? You know, now I feel like I'm singing an Offspring song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what? I, I got a vibe on Friday. Like the the commentary said something weird during the um, the presentation there. Like when people started to come out and who was there and whatever, they said something to the effect of. How can Sheamus and Drew McIntyre? So, like, it made me feel like the answer, at least in the immediate future, is going to be some kind of triple threat match. Not at WrestleMania, but like they definitely planted the seeds of 
well, can you know? Are can there Drew still issues between and Sheamus? And... Set aside. But I think he specific. I'd have to go back and listen to it. But I thought he specifically said their desires to be the champion or something like that. Like there was some weird line in there that I was like, oh. Which yeah. is oh, weird because what we're doing. even though we know we're going that direction, Sheamus hasn't really said anything about the no, title ever. No, and, and, no, we've said it. No, and we, we said it a lot. And again, if there's a scenario, I still, to your point, Brandon, I still don't think there would be any issue with giving and Sheamus... on to do Drew. But, and, and Sheamus acknowledging that there is a, a greater evil that is the bloodline, and despite the fact that he wasn't able to overcome it, sort of, you know, offering... That the brawling brutes will be there for Drew. And- yeah, you that uh, Roman has his bloodline. Well, you know, blood, you know, water is thicker than however you want to frame right. it. But you fight together. That's thicker than blood. So, so you give Sheamus the shot at Royal Rumble. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't get it. He gets the the numbers game catches up to them. But Drew was there and trying to help. And then when Drew gets his shot, Sheamus pledges. I've got your back. Now, again, could that lead to Sheamus then screwing? You know, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. But I, I still think there's a way that you could do it where you don't have to force all of them in together, where you could still have it be separate, let Sheamus get his shot, then let the Brawling Brutes be there for Drew McIntyre to try to equal out the numbers game. You know, particularly, you know, who knows how that works with Sammy and Kevin and the Usos leading into WrestleMania. But all of this is predicated around the idea that they're willing to go back to Drew McIntyre and Roman, and we still... Like, we really still have no idea what that is because we're all still so convinced that there is a, a Roman rock story to be told at WrestleMania. And we're kind of saying that without, like, I, I just feel like at this point, if we knew that The Rock was going to be involved with WrestleMania, would we really be, we're, we're at five months, not even yeah, well, five I months. Well, I mean, you're, and, and you're at the point, by the way, also, like, so let, let's say, and, and it's why I'm, I'm starting to lean against The Rock. You're gonna have the Rock win the Rumble. I mean, again, like they they've done crazy things like that before. But right. is that where we're going? Um, it's a very fair point. I I I don't. It sounds terrible. I mean, I, I hate it. <laughs> like I really right. hate the idea of the Rock winning the Rumble. Um, I you know I guess there is still a scenario you could have another Rumble winner and you could still try to figure out a way to split belts between all then. But if they weren't willing to do it by now, I don't know why they'd suddenly be willing to do like, it then. Is, I guess I guess the only question would be. Is there a world where Roman could defend each belt separately? So you have Rumble winner and then you have The Rock or vice versa on separate nights? I hate that. I I I hate it too, but again, I'm just trying. If we're getting The Rock, that means almost definitely you have to have him win the Rumble. And for a number of reasons, I I struggle with that. I also just come back to, I feel like if we knew it was The Rock, we would know by now. Like, we would know. There wouldn't be any of this gray area at this point. If The Rock was committed. You don't think they'd be kayfabing that right now? No, I, I think mean, they are. They're putting stuff in the media. He's the one rocks. of them, but he's one of the most famous human beings on the face of the planet. I think if there was knowledge that The Rock was doing WrestleMania, that would, would be out been. by this point. Yeah. But The Rock runs his own shit. You know what I mean? But there's, like, there's still no, a but... billion people that are around. Like, but WWE doesn't run their own shit. Correct. And like, there's just a billion. There are so many people that have a vested interest. TMZ has a vested interest in The Rock. You know what I mean? Like, if if anyone knew that he was going to be involved. I don't think we could get to this point. This I, I I see I do. I do think they could keep that a secret. If it's the Rock and Triple H are the only two people that know and Roman or whatever, they totally could. 
Where's the the Rumbles in San Antonio, right? But yeah. there's I just don't think there's any world in which the Rock and nah nah that's insane. There's no world in which the Rock is way too big, dude. You're talking about the Rock as an entity is almost as big as the NBA. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way that the entity that is the Rock being involved with something is something that only two human beings could possibly like. Know someone about. at one point would be like, "Hey, he doesn't do anything for three months." Correct. Around. We we, we we need the Rock for this thing at the end of March, and somebody's got to be like, "Ah, yeah, yeah can't do that. Sorry." Like, I just keep, I can't fathom us not knowing about that at this point. Um, which doesn't mean it's impossible, and it doesn't mean that. Like, The Rock isn't so powerful that he's managed to be able to keep a lot of things, people keeping things secret. I don't know, but I am really didn't, leaning didn't away Didn't he keep that other one really secret? Like, nobody knew he was going to be at WrestleMania that other time. That was a single appearance. Yeah, that like that was one of those minutes. things where, like, if it if it could work out, great. If not, no big oh, deal. Oh, yeah, this is the focus of the show. Correct. Right. Yeah, th- this is, he has to win the Rumble. He has to be the main well, event. Well, he doesn't have to he win to... the Rumble. Wait, wait, wait. He does not have no. to then how is he getting a shot against Roman at WrestleMania if he doesn't win the Rumble? I don't know if you know this, but this is a scripted show, and they make everything up. So, <laughs> By the way, if this is about – like, the only other way is to burn the Rumble winner elsewhere, and that's so bad, and I hate it. It's one of the things I hate the most. Like, they have done, they did it once, I think, and it was it, – it doesn't kill the Rumble. I'm not going to go that far. No, it, w- it, would, it would require them somehow separating the belts before WrestleMania, which we don't think they're going to do. No. I get what you're saying, but but he does not have to win the Royal Rumble. His involvement in WrestleMania does not require him to win the Royal Rumble uh, in and of itself. It's, it's, it's involvement, it diffi- Wait, a title shot, diffi- I think, does. Is it difficult to see a path to it? Without him winning the Rumble, I, yes. I, I think here's the thing: it's, it's no. far, far worse. If like, if you're telling me it's Rock versus Roman at this point, as we're like, he, it's much better that he wins the Rumble than that he doesn't. Non-title match. <laughs> Roman Gross. Roman wrestles twice. He wrestles. Well, a that's, title. Yeah, that's what that's what Aaron said, and I just hate oh. it. I hate the idea of it. All right, let's try to move on. Anything else WWE wise, Aaron, that we need to cover? Um, nothing to, you know, obviously Seth got the big reaction, which will only, if he's really going into the feud with the, with theory, um, will only grow. So I, I do think that they are heading down, if not a pure, pure baby face, at least he's supposed to get the cheers. We'll see yeah, exactly I don't, where that goes. Again, I don't really get that, but you know, whatever. I, I, yeah, I, I, I do think there is a part of it that's, hmm, let's at least have this ready in case we want to do it to at least have this on the side. But with, I, with the Roman thing, I, but, but I'm not even I'm not even gonna. Yeah, no, no, I we I'm not saying go down it, but I do think that might be part of it. Okay, maybe. Or or it might simply be a reaction that people like singing along to his song and they want to see what they can get out of it as a face. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just I feel like the you only the only reason I think you should do that if there's a bigger purpose, and I don't get what the bigger purpose is. But again, nothing makes sense because that's the way it works when you're doing a three hour wrestling program that has no championship. So. Nothing's yeah. going to make sense, and that's the infuriating part. I got, I got nothing. I mean, could could there be a vengeful Brock Lesnar, a a heel Brock Lesnar, still pissed off about WrestleMania from years ago that wants to face a face? I mean, that's part of the problem. Is we have no idea what they're doing with Brock Lesnar moving forward either. But he's right. he's gonna be around, we assume, become WrestleMania season. So. Maybe the point of this is to do Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins again, and that is an interesting sort of story that 
may, I, I, dude, I got nothing. I got nothing for this. This yeah, is, I was, was going to say like I, I have no problem with that in theory, but I feel like in theory it's better if Rollins is a heel through all that. Why? Just because if we're going to do if we're going back that far and and Brock Lesnar still feels wronged, then that's kind of faceish on his part. You know, if we're going kind of trying to teleport back into those shoes, um, um I, I like the idea of again. I don't. I think there are better ideas for both of them. But if we're going down that road, but then what I'd are but what are the better ideas for Seth specifically? I mean, okay, fair. <laughs> that's that's where I'm coming to. Is I just don't. This is a big thing to do, and it kind of just comes off as doing it for the sake of doing it. So trying to justify it some way, I don't know. I got I got yeah. nothing. All right. So I, I guess the other WWE thing we have to talk about, or at least the NXT thing we have to talk you hate complicated matches with complicated rules. It's the worst is the dumbest. Yeah, NXT, yes. This is the dumbest idea ever. I mean, my God. If you think, if you think War Games is difficult, this is insanity. And it doesn't need to be as insane. I feel like if they had just made it a multi-man, 30-man, Iron Man match, and whoever gets the most... A scramble match is great, by the way. Well, whoever gets the most falls wins in 30 minutes. It's it's still a little complicated, but it's not terribly complicated. This, forget it. A penalty bot? Get the F out of here with that. This is somebody who thinks they're brilliant that needs to be reminded that it... it way too much. Way too much. I, I really don't understand the purpose of the gauntlet aspect of it. Like, why aren't they all just staying out there at the same time? Well, that's the point. The, the idea is now that the advantage is for the person that goes in first, right? Like, the the idea for this match is now you're creating a match where the the whoever's in first has an advantage, which is the exact opposite of every other match right. that you do, right? Like, in every other match that you do... Whether it's a gauntlet match, whether it's uh, the Royal Rumble, whether whatever it is, mm. the, the Elimination Chamber, everything else you do, the biggest advantage you have is to be the person that goes in last. So how do you create a match where the advantage is to go in first? This would be the way to do it. But why do you need that? <laughs> like, Why does right. there need to be a match where there's an advantage for who goes in first? Especially because I, I assume in at least one of them they're going to tell the story where the last person in is all rested and is going to kind of pick apart some of the, you know, more tired opponents. I assume that's going to be part of this story, which kind of goes to the back, you know, it, it kind of contradicts the, well, clearly there's an advantage to going first, which by the way, again, if you're going first, the first and second, you just have an, uh, you, you have an agreement where you guys pin each other a couple times and uh, you gain a couple points there. Like that's the real kayfabe of it is like, there's no reason not to just pin, trade each other pins. You each get two points right off the top, and one of you two are going to win. Um, yeah, I guess. I, yeah. I, I, I guess. That's, I, I don't know. It's still a little – it's antithetical to competition, so you, you would have to have two partners that are willing to go – like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'd hate it. Yeah. The answer is yes. I hate <laughs> it. I hate everything about it. I truly hate – Every layer of the concept of this match. It sucks. But the, the weird thing about it is like everything about it is again, I, I don't love it. I don't really the penalty box thing is just like there's been one match in wrestling history that's had the penalty box, and that's the TNA King of the Mountain match. 
Why is that the yeah. measure? Basic yeah, what, would, what, what about that would make you think that you should be replicating that at this point? Yeah, that is nonsense. Like, if, if you wanted to do, if you get pinned, you'll lose a point instead of the penalty box? Yeah, that, by the way, I, I don't... Yeah. I still don't think it's necessary, but it, it would speak to your thing, which is, well, here's how you negate the ability for anybody to just say go in and get it, score a bunch of falls in order to run the score up, right? Like, you could negate it by saying, but if you get... If you're on the other side, if you're on the wrong side of a fall, you lose a point. So that could be, in, in a weird way, it could be a kayfabe answer to cleaning up something that a nerd like you could bring up. So, yeah, I mean, that actually would work. This is stupid. It's just stupid, <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb. It's also, by the way, when it, uh, so I, I saw just the, the brief thing on Twitter before I actually got to watch the episode, and I thought it was for the title. So I was like, Okay, so this is how you're getting it off, you know, whoever you want to get it off of without having to go through the straight pin, which whether or not you should do that is another conversation. But okay, here's a way. And then I realized it was just for the number one contendership. And I was like, wow, you're you're creating this whole new thing for a number one contender match. I mean, a little weird. They're trying to make it into a thing. Here's what I would say. They they successfully made money in the bank into a thing. They did successfully make Elimination Chamber into a thing. They're trying to make something into a thing. I don't. I'm not. I don't hate them swinging for the fences and trying to make something a thing. I and again, I I think this can be done. I think playing with the idea of an Iron Man match can make it work and make it interesting and be something that's on your calendar every year that people can look forward to. But <sighs> I wish it was just a, like a scramble or just yeah, as you said, just have five people start in the ring and wrestle for 20 25 minutes and make count it a, the pins make it a th- announce a 30 man i or 30 minute iron man match yeah. with multiple performers and whoever finishes with the most falls is the winner like that right the, the gauntlet aspect and the penalty box aspect is un- completely and utterly the penalty box is definitely the worst part about it the worst part about it is the penalty box cuz even the gauntlet thing not necessary but i could i could see the creativity of now you're allowed to create matches for the next couple of weeks where there can be it's it's fighting for the number 1 spot in the Royal Rumble, right? It's or fighting for the number 30 spot in the Royal Rumble. It's now you can have a match the week before that's good for television to say this is for the number 1 spot in the what are they calling it? I don't even remember what they're calling it. I, Iron Gaunt No, it's, it was the Iron Gauntlet and not they're not calling it that. I don't anymore. remember. I don't remember what they're calling it, but whatever it is, um, you could have a match on, on your show, and now it makes your show better because you have stakes. And as we always say, it's better to have stakes. Speaking of which, I'm hungry. Um, but yeah. Iron Survivor Challenge. Iron Survivor Challenge. So I can even make the argument for the gauntlet part of it. I, I Like, this is the funny thing. I guess I'm really only coming back to the penalty box. <laughs> like, is there another part of the rules that I'm missing? Is the penalty box just the part that I hate? I, I don't love all the layers to it, but I feel like if you just cut it off at... 30 minutes, this number of competitors, most falls wins. And started there, that'd be great. If you added in the one other layer of it being a gauntlet match and ended at that spot, I think you could actually create something there. The penalty box sucks. Anything beyond that sucks. Stop it. You're trying too hard. Uh, here's here's another question. So I, I, I just pulled up the exact rules. And uh, one thing, falls can be won at any time by a pinfall, submission, or disqualification. 
Disqualification in a multi-man match is yeah, not a interesting. Thing. Not a thing. Yeah. There, how do you get disqualified? Are you now saying because... Like that, if, if, if Carmelo Hayes is in it, can Trick Williams just attack him over and over again and get rack him, up points? Get him disqualified? That is a great point. That is a great point. And there have never been disqualifications in triple threat matches or... Yeah, yeah. I, they got... Whatever, whatever. We're probably thinking too hard about that part of it, but... I'm, I'm not, sure we are. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. All right, Brandon seems to have disappeared, but I don't have any time left. We got to go ahead and get into picks for this week, so he'll just have to catch up whenever he can catch up. Uh, it is full gear week in AEW from the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. By the way, great bit where the guy in the main event didn't know which night no, it was going to be. Yeah, on. great bit. Oy, oy, oy. Um, anyway, it is Saturday night. Whereas, You're yes, sure about this. I am certain of it. They had been previously running events on Sunday night. This one is indeed on Saturday night. Um, there are 10 matches on the card. We still don't know about the um, Eliminator Tournament because there's still an, pitch, yeah. correct another semifinal to be had. So. I don't know. Do you want to start there, and or do you just want to pick the ten matches that are on the card? Uh, we can we can start there. Whatever. Yeah, I mean it's wait. Are oh, they I, the both finals not. Oh no, the, no. The, you know what? Sorry, I take that back. Only the others. The on, other. The, this is so dumb. Lance Archer, Ricky Starks. The winner of that faces Brian Cage. That match is on the pre-show. Zero hour. Right. Yes. So then the final is next week on that. Let's just leave it alone. Yeah. Let's just leave yeah, it. Let's, let's yeah, just yeah, leave, leave it alone it. is the answer. We'll begin with a steel cage match. Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy up first. Um, it, it's not a burn it down because it's not that important, but clearly y- you need to have, there's n- there's nothing that you benefit from having Luchasaurus win this. This has to be a should and will Jungle Boy or else why does this match exist? Uh, agreed. Like you, you say, it's not a burn it down, but uh, it would be pretty close, barring something really, really significant happening, which I can't even imagine what it would be. It, it has to be Jungle Boy. No, and the only reason I say it's not burn it down is because it's just it's Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, right? Like, right. It's just not that imperative. This is not like the MJF thing where it was literally imperative to your company that you get it right. Um, right. This is this is another match, but no, but th- this is still a basic like Jungle Boy yes. should be important. This is a step towards... Yes, I would like for that. Jungle Boy to be important. I don't disagree with that, and, and there's many reasons why he should be, but I just can't pretend like it's the, the apex of your company at the moment, the match between yeah. Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Uh, the uh, Let's do the TNT Championship, Wardlow, Samoa Joe, and Powerhouse Hobbs. I'm actually looking forward to this match, so I just want to say that to start, just because I think it'll be a fun match. Um, ah, boy... The should is weird here because what it should be is the continuation of a dominant TNT run by Wardlow, but that's not what we've gotten at all. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. So that's what's making this really tricky. But there's not another should. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. Your, your turn to pick. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, there's not another should here. If, if for whatever reason I felt it was the TNT title itself holding back Wardlow, I'd say, okay, give it off to Powerhouse Hobbs and let Wardlow do something more important. But that's not the reason that Wardlow is in this funk right now. It's not because of the title. So I'm going to say should be Wardlow and use this to kickstart what this should have been for Wardlow. 
Oh, good. There's only two of us, and now your internet is is becoming disastrous on top of it. This is going well. Are you there? I'm here. Can okay. you hear me now? Yeah, you're back. All right. You okay. Wanna, you, I, I, I get it. I get it. Look, this is the only thing I'm going to yes. say here. There's an argument that can be made about if you're going to have MJF win the belt, that isn't there a natural story there to have Wardlow, if he drops the TNT title, suddenly be in the picture to try to compete with MJF. And that, in a long-term term, term storytelling way, you can have MGF, MJF avenge what happened by beating Wardlow in a more important match. And that's interesting, but how many months are we away from another pay-per-view? They're about three. So beginning of February is when Revolution, or is that March? I February or March. Is I can't remember when Revolution that. Revolution is. Okay. Yeah. Um. Look, there's no, there's no. The problem with this match is there is no should. There's no story. There's no nothing here. This stinks. Everything about this match stinks. Now it's better. I to their credit, it's better that the TNT Championship match stinks than that the main championship match stinks but it's still not ideal um i i guess you could make an argument for a should that powerhouse hobbs could use it but i i don't i don't know it didn't work for wardlow uh, unless, so i was gonna say unless that's just to carry it to drop it to ricky starks yeah to allow ricky starks to get his heat back i don't know i i see yeah. I, there's so little that i see here um I'm going to default to shouldn't Will Wardlow as well just because there's there's nothing here. This is a, a giant nothing of a match. And speaking of giant nothings of a match, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal will take on Sting and Darby Allin in which is the biggest giant nothing in the history of giant nothings of matches. What was that headline that I saw on Cage Side that I tweeted you guys or texted you guys? Oh, it, yeah, it was something ridiculous. Hang on a second. I did actually. I think I put a tweet up about it too because I was just like so. Uh, 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 yes. Get AEW, ready for Jeff Jarrett to steal the show with Sting. And I I shared the uh, meme of uh, elderly Captain America saying, "No, I don't think I will." Um, <laughs> should not happen. <laughs> There is nothing justifiable at all about the existence of this match. It stinks to high heavens. It is an embarrassment to a professional wrestling company. It, this would be embarrassing in NWA, and they know a thing or two about embarrassing. <laughs> this would be embarrassing in any professional wrestling company. There is no justification for this. There was no justification to do Ric Flair's last match, and it had more justification than this. <laughs> Who effing cares? Um, should, I, I can't give you a should. I'm so sorry. There is no should. If you want, if you were desperate, I, I, I'm assuming that Sting and Darby Allen are going to continue to be a thing, so say Sting and Darby Allen, but I don't really mean that. Like, I don't, nobody should win this match. Everyone should be depressed that this is the thing that exists in the year of our Lord 2022. Who will win? I assume Sting and Darby Allen. If I want to say should, it should be Darby Allen putting Jeff Jarrett off screen as a character. Let him go back to, I guess he's VP of business or whatever he is. Um, have that have Darby Allen get the pins so Darby Allen can do something. That's the should. 
Will will probably be Sting pinning Jay Lethal because that's how this works. That's the way this this company exists in that way. There is no doubt. Um, all right. How about the Ring of Honor Championship match, a four-way match? Because sure, why not? Chris Jericho, Brian Danielson, Claudio Castagnoli, and Sammy Guevara. Aaron. I guess the should, you know, just because we do have that Ring of Honor show in December, I think that's where Jericho should drop the belt. I don't think he should drop the belt before then. I will say, should Chris Jericho, and honestly, probably will Chris Jericho. Yeah, I, I look, there's no argument. Again, this it, it comes back to there being nothing, nothing justifiable. This is not a justifiable match. This is, we're doing something with it, so we have to do something with it. I I had my first moment of depression with Brian Danielson this week. It it was the first moment that it really struck me how sad I am that he chose to go to AEW. And and not because he doesn't deserve the right to do whatever he wants to do, but God, if only this would have happened post Vince McMahon. You know what I mean? Like if only he could have had the clarity to make his decision in the post Vince McMahon era of WWE where it might have been an option for him to do the things that he wanted to do because my God, he is a nothing in AEW. And I'm so sad about that. And I, and I, it required me to spend a minute thinking about as great as Brian Danielson was, WWE really did elevate him, didn't they? And I, I know that's blasphemous for a lot of people on the internet, but I think we need to be realistic about it. He was elevated. He was, he mattered. Always mattered. This is, he's a run-in guy at this point. This is sad. Like, this is, I don't want to say embarrassing because he's still Brian Danielson, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard for me to call it embarrassing, but I really had a moment where I was like, God, this sucks. And who knows, maybe he was so intrigued by the idea of doing something new that even if it was post-Vince McMahon, he still would have made the same decision. It just, there's, I don't know that he could have known how bad this was going to be. This is, it's awful. I mean, it's really, really awful. I, it, it was depressing, truly depressing thinking about it. Um... Should, yeah, I guess should Jerry. I mean, again, this is one of those things where this should not exist, right? So it's tough for me. Should Jericho, because if in a world where you're trying to make it matter or make it exist, you're right, Aaron. I guess it should be happening at a Ring of Honor pay per view. I'll I'll default to what you're saying, but my the layers of this really suck, dude. Like I don't know if you've gone through any of these feelings, but it it really hurt me this week. I, I'm not nearly as far down the road, but I'm a, I absolutely had the thought of, my God, Brian Danielson should be doing so much more right now. I'm not as far down. Like, I'm not reducing him to a running guy because that's not – I'm not quite there yet. Dude, I but don't know. No, he, he should absolutely – he hasn't mattered the way he should have mattered. He's, he hasn't mattered. Surviving. Like it's not just that he hasn't mattered the way that he should matter. He hasn't mattered. He's yeah. – been a guy 
It's he's been a little more than the guy is in moments because he's Brian Danielson. In moments, but, yeah. he's been yeah. more than a guy. In in fleeting moments, yeah. he's mattered. But they've been fleeting. He has not mattered for his AEW run, and it is sad. And 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 a big part of it is my God, this has to end. This whole uh, BCC uh, Jericho Appreciation Society thing has been going on literally. Eight months now, but, but seven, it's, eight. Months. But it's not even really going on like that. But, that, that's, but that's the thing is, but they're not letting them do anything else. It's not so much that it's not going. You're right, it's not going on. But they're not letting them do anything else either. Both things are true. Both like it. It's it somehow they're caught in this thing. But this thing isn't even a thing. <laughs> like there's right. there's nothing to it. It's oh god, it's brutal. Um, speaking of brutal, the build to this match. Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose for the TBS championship. Who's the face in this match? Oh, Jade Cargill is. What are you Jade talking Jade Cargill's the face. Oh, yeah. hey, and Brandon's still yeah, alive. I wanted to make sure I wasn't missing something here. That It's not even a question about it. It's, it's, there is a clear There's face. not a shadow of a doubt who the face is in this match. Uh, Brand, uh, Brandon, quickly, uh, who do you, you don't, you, and I'm, not, I'm telling you, we don't have time for you to give thoughts on it, just literally factuals, uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy? Jungle Boy, uh, sure will. Uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff Jarrett and, God damn it, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus Sting and Darby Allen. Can't believe you did that one without me. Uh, um, LOL, Sting and Darby Allen. Wardlow, Samoa Joe, Powerhouse Hobbs for the TNT Championship. Wardlow, should and will. Uh, the Ring of Honor Championship, Jericho, Danielson, and Claudio, Sammy Guevara. Did you guys talk about this one a little bit? Oh, yeah, we talked about yeah. uh, how depressing Brian Danielson is. I just We don't have any more time to keep talking about it. Sammy Guevara should will. Interesting. Okay. I mean, you're just sort of replacing one with the other. I, I mean. Right. Yeah. Uh, and now I, we're I on... just thought maybe there's a story point there. I don't, uh, know. I don't know. Now we're on to Jade Cargill and Nyla Rose for the TBS Championship. Um, yes, go ahead, Aaron. Um, I mean, should and will Jade. I, I can say I'm at least glad Nyla's in this match, but yeah, you know, I'm not. Whatever. I'm I'm not. <laughs> go go. It's better than her not being in a match. I hear you, but barely. Uh, Brandon. Jade Cargill should and will. Again, I keep coming back to embarrassing. There's so much embarrassing. I there's there's no story here. By the way, you know what would have been a story? It would have been a story if Nyla Rose stole the belt, and then a week later, Jade Cargill got it back, but was so pissed off about it that she gave Nyla Rose a match. This is... This makes no one... You're Jade Cargill. You're supposed to be the most dominant force in the history of women's wrestling, and you can't get your championship belt back in a month? This helps no one. This... Stinks. There's a lot of stinks on this card. This ranks up there with it. This is an idea that should have been a one-week idea that got a match that, again, no one on the planet believes that Nyla Rose can win, but fine, like, until you get to whatever it is that you're doing, you got to keep doing matches, fine. You're going to let Nyla Rose have the chance. In the process, you've made Jade Cargill look like an idiot. How... How could the most dominant force in the world, with with help, not be capable of obtaining 
and the, the company is sort of laughing along with, well, who's really the champ? All of this is embarrassing. It's all embarrassing. Jade Cargill shouldn't will. Um, I guess let's go to the, the trios championship. And we'll, we can spend a second talking about it. Brandon, you're up first. Uh, Death Triangle and the Elites. So doesn't Death Triangle only have these belts because the Elite got suspended or whatever? Yes, but um, that is a significant part of the story. So, I mean, if there's any thought put into this at all, I guess it's should and will Death Triangle, right? Or should, I guess the should would be. If it's just, oh, they're back, give them the belts. I, I don't know what to make of this. I'm going to say should Death Triangle and tell some actual story, but will, I think, is probably the elite, just win their belts back. Well, they have kind of told a story with Death Triangle, right? Like, they've told a logical story of there being a potential split with Death Triangle. Have they? Yeah. Pax absolutely I, I acted it. like an a-hole, whereas we like the other two. Like, there's. Are they showing dissension? Like, did I miss? They're they're not showing. Um, it's not like the Usos, you know what I mean? But Got like, it. there's absolutely been a layer to, like, those guys just kind of going along with it. I mean, part of that also too is they don't, they don't do the talking. Um, Sarah Miedo. Yeah, that's what that's, that's what you get. Um. I. I'm in a weird spot. I would really hate it for them to go through all of this with the elite, us to have no answers, really, and just give them the belts back. Like, that's the that is the ugly part about this is they've done their investigation, but we still have questions. And you know, Aaron, I know you were kind of dismissive of the story that was coming out of CM Punk's side of things, but like. I still need an answer about that. Like, did did you hurt the dude's dog? Because if you did, I got a different feeling about this. I'm I I don't know that it's just okay what you might have done. And maybe the answer is again, to your point, there was a lawyer present, the lawyer's got the answers. I don't know, but we don't. And I'm uncomfortable with them just being back without us having them having leaked any of the answers. I don't like this. This doesn't smell good to me. Um, so I'm opposed. Because of that, it should. What they will do, I don't know. I, I don't know. My, to me, the should is you can't just give the elites the belt, the elite the belts back until I know something about what occurred here. Until I've got some more clarity about whether or not I'm I can be cool with these guys. Um, what they will do, I do think ultimately that this was going to be a short thing with the elite having the belts because they're they're you know they're more important than that so i think that ultimately you bring them back this way yeah i'm gonna go with will death triangle as well we never really had a chance to talk because we had more important AEW things and or wwe things to talk about the vignettes for the elite return and it those always came off funny to me because it was at least a couple of them felt like it was in again in kayfabe here putting the elite above the company 
Um, like I think it was the first one that was basically, you know, what is AEW without the elite or that, that was kind of the tone of it more or less. Um, and that was, it was a strange promo to me and it was a strange way to present it because that's a, and I'm probably looking, thinking about this too hard. It's a very heelish tone to it. And it makes me wonder if we're getting a different elite than what we're used to coming back here. Um, not not just a heel elite. We've seen heel elite before, but a heel elite we're supposed to not like. A heel elite that is, you know, kind of what we thought Cody should have been when he was turning heel as someone bigger than the company and acting like it. Um, it, it makes me wonder if we're going in that direction. It, it would be weird because people want the elite back to go that route. But those vignettes did make me wonder exactly what we're trying to see and what they're trying to present again with those vignettes. I'm with you. I, I think it should be Death Triangle, not just because of everything that happened, but look, the Death Triangle is is the right kind of guy to have in these. Every match matter. You want to see them wrestle. You want to see the trios title, but none of them are really going to be doing much bigger things. So that's kind of the perfect uh, people you want in these sort of things. Um, as far as the will... Yeah, it's hard to go against the elite. Um, we gotta we gotta move along. Um, interim AW Women's World Championship: Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter. Uh, I guess I'm first. It should at one thousand percent be Tony Storm, and not just because Tony Storm is the greatest thing that ever happened in the history of professional wrestling, and I've been a fan since the year fourteen ninety two, but because you can't have her win the interim championship and never have a chance to get the actual championship. You you can't screw somebody else because of your own mistakes. It has to be Tony Storm. It shouldn't will. I I want to give like Jamie Hader's over. I I, I, I love Jamie see, Hader. Yeah, like that. That's the only thing that makes me pause on the should is because I do wonder if they're they could catch like really. No, catch if you were doing that, the then you needed you needed three weeks ago to decide I, to I, end this charade. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you, but the, and, and that's why I'm going to say shouldn't will Tony Storm, but there is a part of me that says there might be lightning in the bottle here with Jamie Hayter. Lightning in a bottle to give someone else the interim There's going to be 80 different champions. interim champions. I mean, like, I, I think it's really tricky to have someone t- to start having the interim championship changing hands between different people. Um, Yeah. I think it's should if we're saying the environment is such that Jamie Hayter should be getting a moment. That's the part where the should might be in your favor there. But but it's all collapsed by the fact that Tony Storm is only the interim champion. So that I think that negates that should to the I think, by the way, it makes it I make think it makes for a better argument of why you don't have a finish. Or why why you schmoz it somehow. I think there's a great argument for keep Jamie Hayter relevant. You have you have That's a how you turn her face somehow. Right. Like, you have a far bigger problem that you have to deal with first. Yeah, you have like Could, could maybe, you have could you have Thunder Rosa come out and take out both of them turning her heel and and kind of go that way? Sure. You if, definitely could do that. If yeah. Th- yeah. if Thunder Rosa's ready, I would almost argue you better do something like that, yeah. right? Like <laughs> yeah, create cr- create a triple threat match. Um I this is insanity. I mean, this is again. I, I keep going on. The, the, there is so much bad about this card. I hate. 
I hate how much bad there is on this card, but this is another layer of bad. And the well, the other bad thing about it is like, let's say that Tony Storm was just the champion. A hundred percent, Jamie Hader should be winning the match. No question. I, I mean, it's insane. Like you, you're in this corner. You've you've created something organically that, by the way, you didn't try to do. But like all wrestling companies get that good fortune, but they've got bad luck in their good fortune where they can't pull the trigger, or if they do. They're going to hamstring the thing that is organically right. happening. It's insane. Yep. <laughs> All of the above. All of the above. Um, the tag team championships, swerving our glory against the acclaimed. Aaron. Uh, I'll make this. Shouldn't well the acclaimed. Shouldn't well the acclaimed. Yeah, this this Listen. is yeah this is closer to burn it down. Obviously, like yeah. this is this this is the crux of your company that we're talking about right now in the acclaimed. Um, although, to be honest, Max Caster kind of a disappointing rap this week. If I'm being totally honest with you, I didn't think it was the, the, the entrance rap. Yeah, the entrance that rap. Was the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The entrance Agreed. rap was the first one that sounded like a writer wrote it to me. Yeah, or or that they put so much into the other thing into the music video that yeah. like at the last second. They said, oh, we also, we need you to do an intro tonight. And he just didn't have a lot of time to put something together. This one was not great. But again, that I can, was That was the first time I would have said, did Tony Khan write your rap tonight? <laughs> I, I, I refuse to believe that they would allow that to occur. But I, I find it much more likely that, again, they thought they were just doing the video thing. and They, they weren't actually coming out to the crowd. They were just playing the video. Correct. Yeah. And that, at, like, at 7.15 or, eight, you know, 7.50... They were told, oh, you know, like, we, you got to do an intro as well. Like, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt because they've all been so good that there's got to be a story as to why this one wasn't. Um, yes, this is far closer to burn it down. Absolutely must be the acclaim. Now, Britt Baker and Soraya. I guess that's... that's Brandon? Yeah, Brandon. I mean, you don't bring Soraya back to lose. But, but do you... All right, there's so much more to this. Uh, there is, but we, it all we, we comes can't just down talk winners and losers here because I don't think that's the story of this match. No, I mean, I mean, this is a complete disaster. Like the the build to this, I can't believe that this is what this is. Um, and they doubled down on it this week. You know, as bad as last which, week was, which makes you wonder if it was the plan. It's a crazy plan, but, but... it's a bad plan. I mean, does does it's a ballsy plan? I don't. I I can't say for sure it's bad. It's ballsy as hell. I it's bad. I'll I'll be the (laughs) one to say it. It's bad. This is bad. Um, this this is this is the wrong way to do all of this. Um, what the the question is? What is the end game here? What are you getting out of this? If the end game was we need to figure out a way to make Britt Baker a face, then you don't do it with Soraya. If the end game was we think Soraya is a better heel than she is a face, then bring her back as a heel. Not hard, but you shouldn't have her do her first match. Maybe wait until after the first match yeah. to do something like that, right? Like, she's the conquering hero that... Ev- you built an entire night around her being the moment. Um, this stinks. It's I keep saying those words. There's so much about this that stinks. This stinks to high heaven. Yeah, I mean, this should be everyone 100% should be behind Soraya's entrance uh, on Saturday night. I almost pulled a Moxley there and said Sunday. Uh, and 
so if you if this was the idea of we want the double turn, you could still do the double turn. Just don't do it before the match. Do it during the match. Do it after the match. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it feels but it feels like it's intentional and that is where they're going. That this is a double turn. Just weird to do it in this way. Well, I mean, it, they've already done the double turn. Like, what are we? Who are you kidding? There's nothing left to turn. <laughs> Did you hear the promo? Like, I heard it. My God, there's nothing left. There's no ambiguity. There's no gray area here any longer. Like, it's done. Did Brandon? Did you say what your pick was? Yeah, I mean, I said they don't bring her back to lose. I mean, I think, yeah. I think, hmm. I think it's tricky. I, I think. No matter what way you're going, her losing is not the path, you know, like yeah. maybe her cheating or I mean, I, mean, I guess if the loss is a disqualification, like, I don't know, but I think it's I don't I'm boycotting the should here because the, the I don't know what this is supposed to be, but I think Sarai is winning. I yeah. I. I I I agree with you that she should be winning. What I would say is, in fact, it's a it creates a scenario where you almost need to have her win underhandedly. Yes, and then you have to have Britt Baker beat her at an elevated dynamite between now and whenever. I mean, there, there really are two problems here. I always thought they were trying to build towards Jade and Britt Baker, but now they've made both of them faces. Well, but but now you can do the face-face Clash of the Titans. I guess, but it's still for your, what was supposed to be your secondary women's championship. <laughs> like, this is so stupid. Everything is so well, no, stupid Well, no, come on, here. because the other ones, it's just like... As an interim championship. It's, because it's, the other one's off the board, then that clearly so makes the TBS title the most dumb. important thing. There's so much bad here. But yeah, I think you. it's 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 a should, it's a will, and it's almost a has to, Soraya winning underhandedly. Yeah, I know. I'm with you but that's first. an awkward bit, right? Because how is she winning underhandedly when Britt Baker's the one that's got friends? You don't have the friends come out, you know, Jamie But we Hader's. like Jamie Hayter now. Like, that's the thing. Like, Well, but Jamie Hayter's all involved with the title match. So you're so. saying that she gets so physically beat up in that match that she or can't... Or just she's not, you know, she's prepping. Maybe it happens earlier in the night and she's just prepping for her match. You just, you know. Either that or the friends go with Soraya. So you're, aban- Jamie ha- you're, abandoning, Jamie you're abandoning what you did with Jamie Hayter then? I mean, if they're not going to give her the belt, <laughs> I mean, yeah, what okay. are you going to do? I, I, I just rather have Hater not be involved with the match. Yeah, but you have to explain that somehow. Right. Or it's just lazy. Correct. Well, but all, all it takes is one line of thing. Either she's, you know, recovering or she's getting ready for the match, yeah. whichever it's, happens it's, first. It's, it's the problem we're going to have at Survivor Series if AJ Styles and Finn Balor just wrestle each other. And, and that's all that happens. Like, you can't just do that after all of the- after all this, oh yeah, we didn't talk about that either, but we don't have time now. Yep. Right. Yep. All right. Yeah, I got. But, but we got the same point yeah. though. We got a wrap. person with friends. Yep. You've got to explain why the friends aren't there. We got a wrap. Moxley and MJF. Uh, Aaron, or is it me? Is it me? It's, it's me. you, but it's me. Yeah. Okay. Um, should be MJF, obviously, but I I am not as convinced on the will at this point. Like I almost think they might want to. They might think they're smarter than everything that they feel as though they're getting somewhere with an MJF face turn with all this crap. I 
I don't know. I still think ultimately the answer is that who is who is Stokely's group? Group? What are they called? The, the firm. firm. I still think that ultimately, and at the end of the day, the firm come out again, and we find out they've realigned with Mock or with MJF, and MJF wins. Shouldn't will MJF? Yeah, uh, for me, it was him coming out and having that ultra ultra corny face save, mm-hmm. like the the mm-hmm. moves, the way he was throwing it. To me, if it's like it's so much worse to me if it's not a swerve here, because being able to explain that as that's him you know, hamming it up, basically, that's perfectly fine. It works for MJF. Uh, that I can't, I almost can't even fathom a way that it's not that. So, yeah, shouldn't will MJF. Should be MJF, will be MJF, I'll say. Okay. But I do have your same concerns that either Moxley wins or there's some just kind, some kind of cluster F finish. You know, there's some surprise new person coming like i don't know i mean this is i just don't trust this company anymore um with with anything <laughs> so almost to the point where i it's weird i trust the other company a little I, bit more i don't trust the company but i trust mjf and i don't trust mjf to perform the way he did on wednesday if it wasn't going that direction yeah i have to hope i have to hope all right very good let's get plugs in aaron uh, check out VEASAN, VEASAN.com, College Basketball Guides and World Cup Guides out right now. You can check all that out on and all the other coverage on VEASAN.com. And follow me on Twitter at the AOster. Brandon. Just announced Highly Suspect is coming to Ramshead, coming back to Ramshead Live on February 18th. That's a Saturday night. Tickets will go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Uh, pre-sales are already pretty strong, so make sure you get them immediately. And then there's a lot of upcoming stuff. Just go check out our website at RamsheadLive.com or Instagram and Twitter at RamsheadLive. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. At Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com. Don't forget, Saturday, Maryland, Ohio State, before the game, stop by with your canned goods for the Francis Sports Academy canned food drive benefiting Sarah's house. Please, please make sure you show up. Even if your Maryland fan is worried they're going to get hammered, you don't have to stick around for the game. Just come by and drop off some canned goods. If You're, you're not worried a- they might get hammered? Well, I mean, they're yes, thank you, Brandon. Appreciate it. Just <laughs> just drop off your canned goods and go home and spend your day doing something else. All we care about is the part where we get the canned goods. You can probably pull hey. up pretty close to the stadium and just th- throw them on the curb. We'll get them. What, I you're, you're saying it can't be like 2018? Come on. Yeah, they could almost win. Um, <laughs> no, I don't I don't know that I believe that either, although I did. I threw was in that, a, Was that the game you were watching during AJ's debut on SmackDown? Or was that Michigan? No, that was no, that, that was that Iowa was an Iowa year. game. Yes. Iowa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they got hammered. In no, that this one, was the so. one where Urban Meyer almost had a heart attack on yeah. the sideline. Hard, hard to separate which Maryland. I would have had a heart attack if I watched Maryland almost beat Ohio State too. All right. All right. All right. Enough. <laughs> Enough. Mute him. Seriously. <laughs> Muted. At AJ Francis four one zero on all social media for him for Brandon for Aaron and for the main events. Vent. 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 Vent, 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 AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out? Uh, Brandon, you said you're unavailable every weekend next fall that AJ might try to do the canned food drive. That's what you said. It's really weird how that worked out.